have found the Adult Buddy Finders podcast, and this is a special episode. To celebrate our first 10,000 Facebook page likes, Kirsten and I went live to talk to the people who made the show what it is today. I'm Greenberry, and this is Kirsten, <laughs> and we're close to our first 10,000 subscribers. So thank you guys so much for liking our page, for following the show, and for learning about Adult Buddy Finders. We thought a great way to celebrate our first 10K milestone was to share a little bit about ourselves and to learn who you are and what you're doing. And um, if you're open to it and we can get you on this video, we'll turn you into a podcast. And if not, we'll just be like chatting with you on on the chat here so that's it we're just gonna be talking to you and hopefully you have questions for us my voice isn't typically this raspy um it got this way she means sexy you like it i love it oh, i love a raspy thanks. voice i did too like growing up i always wanted a raspy voice i was like yes let's get let's get raspy but um, I don't have, it's normally very high pitched, which I learned from the podcast. It's like, hello! <laughs> I didn't realize I had such like a high pitched voice until. Well, I mean, that's a whole different one. You can either be into raspy voices or high pitched voices. Yeah. You're going to get messaged from both. <laughs> yeah. I Currently I'm your raspy voice, but typically she's like the more like, I think, she, I think you sound more professional. More I got like, more of the rasp and the like, you know, somebody told me, um, I was on the phone with them and they were like, you are you on calm? Are, like, oh. are you the voice on calm? You should be the voice on calm. Yeah. Can you please? Which is funny. I wrote sleep stories for a totally different app. I can't remember the name. Yeah. And I was supposed to do the voice, but I never did the voice on it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want that voice, just listen to our podcast. Yeah, she'll put you right to sleep. <laughs> and you will have some... Wet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, hopefully if you, if that's what you're into, that's what we're trying to figure out. What are you into? We want to know because we want to get get that for you if we can. Yes. And um yeah, and my voice won't always be raspy. This is a, a once in a, a once in a lifetime opportunity to have my raspy voice. She goes on a few roller coasters. Yes, I went on a roller coaster ride and I think that yelling during a roller coaster ride helps you not feel afraid. So <laughs> it makes the fear go away, but it also makes your voice go away. Oh, you got something? We have some questions. Uh, Dwayne, I think it's Dwayne. That's Dwayne, right? Okay. So I'm while, terrible while, with pronunciation. Before you ask your question, I have a question for you. Speaking of uh, yelling, how do you feel about verbalization during intercourse? So that's the question for you. We'll come in and we'll look at your questions and we'll be answering those. But be thinking about that. Like, do you like to have dirty talk? Do you like someone who is very verbal? Ooh. Are you a verbal lover? Or do you like, I just found, oh no, I, on the podcast, I found out what starfish is. Oh, I, you, I <laughs> knew that. Somebody, I knew that term. They don't talk and they just lay there and take it, which is a thing. And if you're into that, we'd love to know. Yes. So, um, if you haven't heard, is it out yet? Yes, yes, that's, poly, that's yes. the polyamorous one with um, Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Michael. So our latest episode, Lauren Michaels talked about starfishing. So if you're not familiar, it's literally like if you lay there in bed and you're not like an active participant in the lovemaking. So I personally don't like a starfish. I like an active, an active. Well, uh, let's see. Dwayne had a question. Oh, yes. What is your favorite position? Ooh, 
Okay. You want me to go first or are you going first? I feel like you're go- going in that direction, so keep going. Since I don't like starfishing, I can tell you that I do like cowgirl. I like oh, right. Yeah, I'm a cowgirl fan. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. active. We we physically active. <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> get me up there. Get yes. me those squats too. <laughs> do you like to do squats? Do you like your butt tight? I um I no. Okay. To a certain degree. Okay. But my hips. I have an issue with my hips. Well, you could do the cowgirl with the squat. Oh my lord! Like you're hovering. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talk about this is a, this a is a, workout. Yeah, this is a gymnast here. Like she's like hovering on above that. I do like the splits being involved too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like yeah, a missionary that, in the splits. That's not me. I I'm not. I don't even squat over the, the toilet. So personally, I'm a wrapping. Uh, I'm a toilet paper wrap. I don't squat because I can't, I can't squat. It's too much work. I don't, yeah, I don't like to squat anytime. <laughs> Not during anything. Apparently you love it. You, this is an ex Pilates instructor. So she loves torture. <laughs> torturing you, torturing me. Yes. Just all around. <laughs> Hard work. It's sounding like um, naughty talk is a positive thing and naughty, dirty talk. Is there a difference between naughty talk and dirty talk? We'll or is it the same thing? We'll ask you. To me, it's the same thing. If you if you know that it's different, let us know. Because yeah. if, if you were to ask me personally, I would say it's the same. Yeah, I would think so too. But I feel like naughty talk is a different Naughty variation. talk? Is there is there a difference in naughty talk and dirty talk? I feel like naughty talk would be more of a, a dominatrix talk, and dirty talk is more of like a a girlfriend talk, a like girlfriend experience talk. That's a little bit sweeter, but oh. but like ooh, you know, a little like ooh, I'm being bad by saying this. Oh gosh, that's ooh. is that naughty? No, that's dirty. Oh. And naughty to me is like take your pants off and mm, give me that S- dick me. now. Give oh, me that D. Dick now. She said the D word. I wasn't sure if I should say that. Word, I don't know what so. we need to get away with. We might get shut down. Again, like we're learning. <laughs> if we get shut down, thank you for being here. Yes, <laughs> yes. I like Dwayne's question. Yeah. How did you get started? Oh. Sexually. No, he's asking. I think he's asking well, a good. It was a good... In... No, I'm not giving that away. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we started off by having a web series about making friends and how hard it is to just make platonic friends when you're an adult. Yes. When you're like, we thought that was inherently funny. Yeah. And it is funny, (laughs) but not as fun as in, or as interesting as that type of buddy as in like sex stuff. So we have now, because of you all, you all are asking for sex stuff and we thought, how We want to learn about it too. (laughs) Yeah. We want to talk sex. Yes. (laughs) Green hair here. (laughs) Green hairy. Was like, can we please talk about sex? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know and then I came back and I said, talk about sex. Yeah. Give me the sex talk now. Yeah. We thought like we could, we could learn a lot and hopefully you learn a lot too. And then you tell us what you want to learn because what do you want? Yeah. I think that's, I'm always going to go back to this so much. 
say what you want because um, I can't read people's minds. I don't think anybody else can unless mm. they've been in a, a some sort I know of toxic a psychic. spill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so say what you want. Yeah. Tell us what you want. Yeah. DM us or you can message us here or we'll see if we can get you on. I was saying, so about the, our, our question to you is about dirty talk and, and talking and any sort of like vocalizations and verbalizing in, in sex. And Kingston said, less talk, more gag. (laughs) That is the thing for sure. Yeah. That's. That's what we want to know. Like, what's your opinion on it? He's saying, and and I, and I would I think like most that. people would be like, more. You like more gag? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I, I think that's it. Like, I I I personally would be more for vocalizing and and having. I sounds. like a communicator. Communicating yeah. sounds, talking through it, but it would be fun to be silent if a gag is thrown in there. I don't know if I'd want a ball, but more of the like. Uh, shirt. <laughs> like a bandana? Like a, yeah, yeah. Or something. Something softer on my teeth. I'm curious, like, if you're thinking, like, ball gag, or if you're thinking, like, a choking thing. Like, you know how, like, some people are into that? Are you into that? Oh, like a like a neck? A... Wendy Cummings has a joke about, like, she's dating a very young man now, and he is, like, he's too, he's afraid to choke. So he, like she, he'll like put his hand near her neck and she'll go <coughs> if she wants. It's a joke. I don't know what's true. <laughs> so I'm curious if you're interested in that or if you are like how is coming it? to the choke. Uh, do you like no, a hand on your? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Do you come to the choke? <laughs> <laughs> do you come to the dog side, the choke side? Uh, um, is that a question for our audience? It's for you and for them too. Yeah. Like if you're if you if you're listening in and I'd like to know if you want to know like if you like to be choked or if you like to choke. I no, I've never I've never been into the the choking stuff. I like a hand rested on my neck, but no pressure put there or any sort of um actual restriction on my airway. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I could see like a little like I'd be more into Whitney Cummings guy away, like where it's just like barely. I don't really want to be like oh yeah. I always thought there was something very comforting about and you'll see me do this a lot. I like putting my hand on my neck. I think there's something very comforting and nice about it. Oh that's it. true. And I do love a good neck stroke. Yeah, a little support yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some people that are like, no, seriously, like get to it. Yeah. But the the hard one I, I like um I like doing stage combat stuff and, and stunt stuff and so that type of stuff is very fun. Yeah. Um, there's no pressure but to act like it's a lot. I do love we both love acting and so acting like something is more violent or you know hardy than it really is it's yeah fun. i do enjoy that <laughs> you like to act like you're having a good time <laughs> <laughs> well we have we've had questions about orgasms being faked and I've, i'm in that oh, yeah. i'm in that category <laughs> oh you've done some oh yeah i've done I've, some phonies I've, I've done some phonies I've been a phone. no <laughs> <laughs> no i got over that in my 20s <laughs> Um, Randy wants to know, have you ever been pegged? So I think that's a good question for anyone to answer. Do you peg? Have you been pegged? Are you interested? Are you familiar with what that means? So we're going to tell you, I know what it means. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) What is it, Kirsten? Uh, it is, um, no, I know. (laughs) Uh, it's when somebody has a strap on 
I guess, I guess it's technically, cons yeah, I think you usually think of it woman to man, right? Usu or or woman. woman has to yeah, be. Yeah, usually it's woman to man. Because a guy but, just, it, he'd be calling can, butt sex. Well, it can also be a man um, to a woman, which is kind of more of a, a tease type of thing. I think even uh, one of our guests, Freya, that we just talked to, which is coming out uh, next Wednesday, it, it, Wednesday she mentions about sometimes soon <laughs> <laughs> about um, him having sex with um, not his penis, but I forget if it's a dildo or a strap on. I think it was a strap on. So anyway. okay, you tell me what pegging is. Yeah. In my mind, it is where like you have because I would think pegging it has to do with a strap on otherwise it's just anal sex yeah so that's what i think and um my experience with pegging is when i played a, a variation of kirsten it was like a kirsten was the name of the character on a show called the chunky zeta <laughs> it is a variation of me yes yeah so the, the the joke of the name is like that it's like not kirsten not kirsten not kirsten it was, I think, never said the same in each episode because there's so many variations on the name. <laughs> and she is a college student who is a dominatrix and likes to emasculate men. So she pegged. And per, like, I've never, I guess I, I guess I haven't been pegged, but I have pegged as a character, but not, yeah. not, not actually. So <laughs> a long story long. I know what it means. <laughs> oh, here's Randy. It's where the woman does the man with the strap on. Okay. Oh, okay. That's what I think of too. So yeah. I would say I have not actually, but you, I have. You faked played, it. I played, Just I, like orgasms, you faked, faked a painting. <laughs> I have not faked. I have not reeled. Yeah. Never pegged. Never pegged. Never been pegged. <laughs> Um, I did discuss it with a partner, but never. Richard says it still counts. <laughs> uh, and I'm curious what the Darth Vader is, Kyle. Is that like oh my the, God, yes. the choke thing? <laughs> so when the term was coined by sex advice columnist Dan Savage in 2001, it was meant to name the scenario when a cisgender woman dons a strap on to annually penetrate her cis male partner that's pegging is that still darth vader is that the same thing oh yeah what is darth vader yeah we got to know what this darth vader is and then is there a luke skywalker <laughs> because i want a darth vader with a luke yeah skywalker. if you got the dark side you want the other side as well <laughs> choking okay that makes sense because then you're going like Oh, that makes sense. I, yeah. I figured that, but I wanted... Oh, he made it up. That makes sense, too. <laughs> That's actually a good term. The Darth... It's called Darth vader because you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then Luke Skywalker is you, you don't use one hand. Yeah. You only are... Does he have an... Doesn't he, he get an arm cut off? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, spoiler alert for us. Oh, yeah, if you didn't see it, it in the 70s, I believe uh, Luke Skywalker gets his arm cut off. I don't remember that, and I think I've watched or them Or maybe all. Luke Skywalker is when you put um, LED lights around your penis. Yeah, yeah, or... And then you go, vroom, What could be the woman's version of it? Oh. I guess it'd be a glow-in-the-dark dildo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Richard says he did have his hand cut off. So thank you, thank Star you, Wars. <laughs> 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 
I should know. I've seen them all. <laughs> His right hand. Um, so one of the main questions that gets asked for women is how common is it for a woman to lie about an orgasm? Does anybody care if a woman or a man fakes an orgasm? Yeah. Do you care if that happens? Or are you kind of like, yeah, it makes me feel... Like it almost is a part of the play. You feel like you've done your job and it feels good and you don't really care if it's real or not. Yeah. We actually have somebody who, who is going to come on. To, so you'll get to see what it's like and see how, if it's painless or not painless. Kyle. Kyle, I've asked you to join because you said that you would. Hiya. Hiya. You're outside. Yes, I'm outside. Um, I was uh, just walking around. Did, did you have an answer for a question we asked? Or did you want us to ask you anything? You know what? Let's let it rip there, ladies. <laughs> if you're asking me if I've ever, if you're asking me if I've ever faked the orgasm all the time. Is that true? I mean, I have, I have before. Really? How? How does a man fake Well, it was one of those situations that's real rare. Well, I was really like going the distance, you know what I mean? I was like, let's just get this over with kind of a thing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Why it was too long. It was too much. Why do you think that you couldn't? Was it bad sex or were you just like drunk or what happened there? I was probably drunk a little bit. And yeah, it's like, I have a friend. He told me that like that he does it for like eight hours. And I was like, why are you doing that? Yeah, that's too long. He does sex for eight hours or he fakes an orgasm? Yeah, they do. Yeah, and he's, he says, and he, you never know with those dudes. They're, those guys are all a bunch of liars out there, you know? Hey, big fibs. And, uh, but he's like, he said eight, eight straight hours, no breaks. I'm like, take it easy. Yeah. Now, this is me. I don't... Like, take a break, have some snacks, yeah, get back I, in there and get after it. It does not impress me that you can go for hours. I don't eat hours, personally. Oh, no, it impresses mm -mm, me. No. It does? Oh, yeah. I, like, I don't know if I want to go for that, but it still impresses me. No, no. Bernie Mac said one time that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, Bernie Mac said one time that he's only got three minutes, and that's like one round with a heavyweight box. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want it eight hours straight. On off. No, who would? Oh, she's active. Goodness. Yeah, I don't want any. I don't want any hours straight. I think it's about 20, 20 minutes is a good sesh. That's what I'm saying. That's a good one. That's a good time. Well, since you're on and you're a guy, I'm going to ask you um, a question. So we looked up questions that, so some questions that women have for men and then questions that men have for women. So this is some questions that were popular, popular online searches women have for men, okay? So you, you just said that you have faked an orgasm. Do you take it personally if a woman says she doesn't? That have an orgasm or if she fakes an orgasm does that offend you i probably wouldn't know the difference <laughs> <laughs> so, i mean i feel like that uh i've been in the game long enough to where like you you can go oh yeah that was probably that was real kind of you thank you i appreciate that uh, <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like uh i know i feel like uh anyone that's choosing to get naked with me is doing a good service to the to me so 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick her out of bed or anything. All right. <laughs> if a woman said to you like, "Hey, I did not orgasm," I I'm not mad, but I didn't orgasm. Would that offend you? I would feel like I was being called out, and then I'd be like, "Well, babe, let's just go. How do you get to Carnegie Hall, right? You got to." So let's get uh -oh. back in there again. Try it out. But she was yeah. like, no, you didn't make me orgasm. That's it. And, you know, I'm, I have to ask her what she really means by that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I would be, I think I, what my feelings would be hurt if somebody was like, oh, I didn't orgasm. But if they were like, I'm okay, maybe we, maybe we could talk about it. What do you think, Harrison? Yeah, I feel like. I've actually been, I've, I've actually been told that before now that I think about it. <laughs> What'd you do? And I, and I, well, I was, I was offended. I wasn't offended. I was just kind of like, oh, really? I thought I was really doing something there, you know? Yeah. And so like, uh, but I, I got over it and then I just tried a little harder next time, you know? But then the, in the back of my head, it was always like, she's still faking that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's the downside of like confessing that is that you might always, Someone might always wonder. That's why maybe you should never. Maybe if she never faked it, did she fake it and then say that she faked it? Did she say she faked it? Yeah, she she faked the orgasm. Um, no, she didn't say she faked the orgasm. She just said that uh, she was like, "I was right there. I didn't get all the way off, or whatever." I was like, "Oh, uh, wait, what? I thought you were kind of acting like you were doing that." I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's a little easier to to go forward with. Oh, yeah. we lost style. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for for sharing that with us. And yeah, yeah. If you're just joining us, thanks for joining. This is our first live. Oh, I just saw Ron, and, our boy Ron. Oh yeah, hey Ron. <laughs> and we also learned that sometimes calls will be dropped on here. So. Yes.
with the wrong one, it's like another, there's like, there could be a whole nother world of issues. So if it's not approached right, it could be, it sounds like it could open up uh, a world of issues. And then he's talking about like finding two people that have a high drive and then they match sexual energy. Oh, but they wouldn't get anything done ever. <laughs> I have Ron on this page. We just like, we think Ron's the coolest because he's very active on our page and we love it. Yeah, <laughs> we love it. We love when you guys are part of the conversation yes. and talking with us and we absolutely adore having conversations with all of you. Yeah. And thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for watching. Each podcast, we take your questions. So when we ask you questions on Facebook, we take those to heart and we try to present those to our guests. When you tell us that you're looking for someone, we try to find that person to have on the podcast. And we try to get you on for calls. So each episode has it so far just one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll open that up later. Yes, so we, we, we take one special caller. So if you have a question that we think is really good, we will pull you onto the show to talk to our sexpert. So, when we talked to the dominatrix, we had a person in a small town in Missouri who was telling us about their interests and in getting and getting dominated. And our sexpert helped them navigate those waters. So we always want to hear from you. We do check our messages, and that's what we want to do with these lives. We want you to be a part of the show. You yes. are the reason that we're doing this. Yes. So, love so try and be a part of it. Join us. Don't just be a lurker. Yes. <laughs> well, no, you, lurkers are welcome, too. You're welcome to lurk. Yes. Grant, how do I get my wife to be interested in me again? It's hard, right? When the, yeah. when the fire dies down, that is a challenge. And I think that it kind of might be out of the wheelhouse really for us, but... We'll, um, well, we'll have suggestions of what I would try. Yeah. That doesn't you do? mean it's the right answer. Yeah. But I would definitely, um, I would ask and try to figure out what she wants, what I'm not giving her. Yeah. Uh, especially if you feel like it's a bedroom thing, then what, because again, it's something, and maybe she's scared to say, so maybe if you can slowly figure out what it is um, without being like, what is your kink, but maybe just being like, oh, I feel like maybe we could explore more in the bedroom. Would it be fun if we got some toys or maybe some, um, we watched some porn for ideas or, you know, kind of explore what else you might be able to do that would be fun and interesting. I know I've gotten bored in the bedroom when it is the same position, the same time of day, the same everything where it's like clockwork. I can tell you exactly when, where, how we are gonna have sex. Then our relationship in general is going downhill and the attraction is going downhill. And in those relationships, I wish I would have stopped and said, I want, I, I want cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be cowgirl. it's kind of like uh, it's not just sex for every woman everyone's different but I think there's also a build of of, of love if, you, if she's demisexual so for me it would be kind of 
Like, what are we doing outside of the bedroom? Are we hanging out? Are we talking? Are we having fun? So like, what is she into? Have, have you taken her to dinner? She likes dinner. Does she, have you been to a show? Like, it's not just about physical appearance, especially, you know, when you're in a, in a long relationship or a, a wife, so you're married. So physical things change, but people change in general. Emotionally, like, you get different interests. For me, kind of like just being a part of each other's lives, laughing together, going dancing, things like that. That's like, it doesn't have to be like an expensive date, but just hanging out with one another when you're out dancing or you're out drinking together. That's a night of foreplay because you're oh. really connected to each other and you're, yeah, you just, you're, you're just connected to each other and you're like, you're turning each other on, not, not even like, you don't even have to be touching or be like you're training each other on demisexually. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's, of course, like every woman is different. We have on, to get her on to see what she's needing. <laughs> yeah, on that too, I found doing double dating is really hot, mm. and that turns me on a lot too because you get to see your partner in a different light. Yeah, and there's something about your partner telling the same story again to somebody else yeah that is sexy as hell it revives them and yeah it, yeah and you get to see like oh they're fun and cute and this is why i like them that yeah just, yeah that's nice double yeah. dates are fun they're very fun i love it <laughs> um giving oh so you've given her oral and she doesn't return uh i that can be a, that can be a preference thing too I'm not a fan of oral in general. Yeah, and I, like, for me, like, if a partner doesn't give me oral, I'm going to cut it out. I mean, th there's other things that I can, that I can do, and if they're not, I'm selfish, I guess, because if you're not going to meet me there, I, I don't keep score, but I notice, so, like, <laughs> if, if I'm the one giving too much, I, like, because it is. I think I think oral sex is a very generous act. I agree. I agree. And I'm uh, I don't really give heads, so I don't expect somebody to do it for me. Mm. And but there are turn-ons for me that are way bigger than oral sex that I appreciate way more. Um, I have a harder time coming, and it is the clitoris stimulation. And oral sex just doesn't hit. It doesn't do it for me. Um, and so there's other ways, and so maybe there's other ways for you, if you, um, you know, getting head, maybe you can find a different way of getting that pleasure, whether that is then getting her hand dipped in coconut oil yeah. and rubbing your dick and figuring out how to do a good hand job with a really oily hand. Right. That might be just as good and it might be even hotter because coconut oil on the body is very hot. <laughs> very, very oily, very, very moist. <laughs> <laughs> but like to that, like for a woman orally, the unfortunate thing is like some women have not had great experiences with that. And so if she's not doing it, there might be a reason that she doesn't want to. So if that's something that you're really looking for, I think the oil thing could be something to try. And, and you talk to her about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Like that will, it, it, it's only awkward if you never talk about it. I think as soon as you kind of start saying like, hey, here are some things that I, I like, 
what are something that you like that I'm not doing? You know, kind of keep it open. It's like, so it's not like you were never going out on me. You never do not having times. I think you turn into a nine year old man. I think you score. <laughs> I didn't notice 27 times. 27 times. <laughs> I got nothing back. Not keeping count, but yeah, I am also noticing. Keeping count. <laughs> Be a featured caller, 
Well, follow us at facebook.com slash adultbuddyfinders or just check our show notes for a link to the page. Thanks for listening.